Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog and Raja, a podcast where two iconic, amazing, Ooh. legendary, <laughs> like no other, um, or like everyone else, uh, 40-something <laughs> drag queens, talk about um, stuff that's on our mind, you know, like mm-hmm. makeup and clothes and drag or or not drag, maybe, maybe Halloween. It's Halloween, Raja. Yes! Gay Christmas. Gay yes. Christmas. It's like Christmas, but gayer. This is all, this is like the happiest time of the year I'll, I'll be. And then after that, it's all downhill. Yeah. Well, Halloween, I mean, of course, you know, you can't have Halloween. Well, you can have Halloween without candy. But, you know, people have so many dietary restrictions. But I always think of, um, uh, like, favorite candies from, from, from trick-or-treating. Because I think when you say gay Christmas, um, I do kind of see it as that a bit. Um, but I always think of candy at, at Christmas time as like C's candy or Whitman's sampler or Godiva uh, chocolate, right? Like something you set out for everyone to share. But Halloween is all about like bagged, like <laughs> cri- six, six lids, six uh-huh. lids and Snickers. And mm-hmm. um, I, what's your candy? Which, what would be your go-to candy when you went trick-or-treating? Like, what were you really? And did you use the pillowcase? Because I used to use a pillowcase when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah. Right? Pillowcase. Oh my God, pillowcase. And then you would keep the pillowcase, like you would keep that candy for months. Like what? for me anyway, I would make it last. And I would you... eat like, I would kind of eat the bad ones, like the ones that I didn't love as much first. Oh, okay. You know, because you wanted to savor and save all the good ones. Like I, I, I'm a chocolate person. So okay. anything chocolate, baby, is for me. Snickers, Milky Way. Mm. Give me all the little ones, all the little packets, and I will just sit here in my own filth and just like have piles <laughs> of, um, you know, candy wrappers around me. I love the chocolate, baby. Give me all of them. But then I also have those moods too, where I like go into like sour. Sour okay. candy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love like the nerds, the little packets of nerds, and you can just shake the whole thing into your mouth. Like, yes. Mm, thick. 
pick. Give me did those. you like uh, did you like pop rocks? I like pop rocks, but even in my adulthood, I'm still a little scared of them. Like I'm I'm always a little afraid that they might actually like pop and crackle in my mouth and my teeth will all break off and burst out of my mouth. Well, you only, have two, you only have two real ones left, so I mean, <laughs> just, mine are wooden, so I, 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 can, I can speak on it. Bitch, yes, George Washington. Yeah, no, oh, I love, um, I, there's some candies that I love at, uh, at Halloween that I think not everyone loves. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely love the little tiny flavored Tootsie Rolls. So like the lemon lime Tootsie Roll or the mm. orange cream Tootsie Roll. I love those so, so much. But I also used to think like when I was a kid, people would go, we would go trick-or-treating and then you'd always hear about people saying, go to the rich area because they give you full-size <laughs> candy bars. And I don't think we ever went to the rich area. Like no. we didn't do that. We just when went we around the neighborhood. It was like, go to like, go to like Hacienda Heights. You oh, know, always. Like- <laughs> uh-huh. Because they'll really do it for you. Like if you go into like Turnbull, like up high. <laughs> Should we drive to Pasadena? Or I would I'm... love it. I would. I, I miss <laughs> trick or treating. I don't remember what what age I stopped trick or treating, but you know, I, I think it's definitely something magical for kids. And I, I don't miss know. It. I I wish I could. I wish I could still trick or treat. I, who who trick or treats anymore in 2020? I mean, you have to be like well, in Vermont in a very white neighborhood. Right. You are not going to do that in Southern California. If I had children, no, you're not going trick or treating. You are not going to any stranger's house. Getting candy, begging for candy. No, no, no. I'm not. I, I won't allow it. No. Well, I live in a in a uh, kind of a small building with about twenty eight or think yeah twenty eight units, and there's there's lots of kids that live in the building, and every year I go buy like a big pumpkin, I put candy in it. I'm like, they might come to the door. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be empty handed. But I think secretly I know that like as it gets closer, I'm like. I think that candy's for me. I think it's actually, <laughs> I kn- I've been knowing for a long time that they don't come to these doors. Because they go, they go do trunk or treating or they do, they call it trunk or treating. Have you heard of that? Um, no. Chur- ch- churches and organizations will have um, parents show up with their cars and they'll line up in the parking lot and um, it'll be like, you know, quote, close set kind of. And the parents will just have their trunks open and they'll have candy so that they know everyone um, is going to be in a limited space trick-or-treating out of trunks. So it's families that go to a specific church or maybe a, a community organization or something. I guess it's a, a way of trying to keep it uh, limited as to who that sounds has like when I used That sounds like when I used to buy weed before dispensaries were around. Yes. That sounds like when I used to go buy weed, like in the early 2000s, late 90s. Like yeah. we would go get our treats out of a trunk. Trunk and smoke. No, trunk and I toke. Trunk I, and toke. I, I, Thank God I don't have children because if I did, I would not take them trick or treating. Um, if I did, it would have to be in a safe environment like that because I don't be trusting anybody anymore. No. Well, tell me about your mask. Tell everybody about this mask that you're wearing. What mask? Oh, oh, okay. I, I, I is this? Uh, you, you sort of. Uh, told the future a bit with this mask because it's not new. Um, it's not new, but you, this was prior to the pandemic. You were wearing masks. Mm-hmm. This is for my, I, this was the opening mask that I wore in my show called mask that I did in Provincetown, maybe three years ago. Yep. Three years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of falling apart. Looks like the teeth are coming off, but I don't give a shit. It's, it's been a while. It was used many, many times, but um. But really, what mask? This is this is the makeup that I wear. Like I'm into that, that prosthetics. Yeah, I'm into prosthetics, and I am a you know I influence people with makeup. 
Oh, you're an influencer and you uh and that's your aesthetic. you're you have the prosthetic aesthetic. Is it the prosthetic aesthetic? Yeah, the prosthetic aesthetic. By the way, you look fucking fantastic. This well, is thank the look. You. You know, we we're we're nineties people for sure, and we um we loved all the witchy movies and we love um the characters of the time. And I mm-hmm. always I oh I mean I can watch the craft all year long, but at Halloween time, like right as the end of the summer comes, you know that like it's gonna be on repeat on every uh, every streaming service. You mm-hmm. probably have the DVD, you'll be at Walmart, and it'll be in the five dollar <laughs> bin. You have to watch it. And I felt like because I know that we uh do have a, uh something that we're gonna go into a little bit later centered yes. uh, centered around sort of the phenomenon um and so we're going to be talking a little bit later about um uh true heart intuitive tarot which is a we have a special guest coming later um so i'm excited about that but we have a lot of stuff to get to oh i thought you were i thought you were supposed to be like madonna and like a prayer no, I'm supposed no? to be Michelle Visage. <laughs> you don't see it? <laughs> see You're something? Not see? But my drag name is, but it, it, they, I couldn't find the Michelle Visage, so I bought the Michelle Massage costume <laughs> at Halloween Spirit Store. Michelle Massage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nothing sounds worse than a massage from Michelle Visage. Because no, of the nails. I think, I think, yeah, because that would hurt. She would like no, scrape into your back. I would want a back scratching from her because her nails are always so long oh. and gorgeous. Oh, scratch my back. I want her to get on my balls. Fuck oh, it. like this? Yeah, just like real soft. Real oh. like soft scratching. But then scratching. do you think she'd be like this afterwards? Like pick, <laughs> pick, <laughs> picking, out the, picking out that gnat butter out of there? Ew! Gnat butter? Fucking huerotes. <laughs> so listen... <laughs> We have a couple of letters that we want to read. Um, yes, we love I, well, these. We we're love gonna these. We're going to read them, but I, I, you know, if you guys have, uh, you want to message us, you can message us at delta and raja at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say that we're going to read every single, well, we will read the letters. We will review the letters, but only certain ones will make it on air because we, you know, not, we don't have time for everybody. We don't have not time everybody, for everybody. No. But let's listen no, to the no. first one. The first one's from Josie. Hello. To one of my favorite Gemini Aquarius pairings. Living for your podcast, ladies, I have a serious question for both of you. What are your thoughts on genital piercings? I pride myself on being an open-minded individual, but once in a while I'll start connecting with a guy over a dating app. We exchange phone numbers, and after about a week, we start exchanging some risque photos. And boom, a Prince Albert. The Mm -hmm. sight of one makes my bones want to leap out of my flesh and jump into a car fire. Are they intense as they seem? Can you both get birth charts done so we know your astrological profiles? Thank you so much, Josie. What are your feelings about um, not just these uh, genital piercings, but I think maybe the idea that I, I, I don't know if Josie's frightened by them, or maybe she felt like it, it was something she should have heard about before she saw about it. I don't know. What would, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how that works. You should have told I, me. I wouldn't have been, you know, I wouldn't have been chatting this long. You know, I right. don't, you know, if I was Josie and she didn't like piercings. I don't know. I, 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 I personally don't think that they are necessary. I don't know how they function as an erotic tool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their purpose is other than an aesthetic, a prosthetic aesthetic. You know, it's sure. like I every time like if I I don't know if I've ever actually encountered a, a genital piercing like on, in a sexual way. Like I don't think I've ever been with a person who has that. Um, mm-hmm. I know that, you know, your tongue isn't 
your genitals, but it does serve a function, a sexual function. Like you can, you know, definitely stick genitals in mouths. And I right. know I don't like the uh, a, a person with a piercing in their mouth while my dick is in it is mm. just not exciting. I don't know. Okay. In the 90s, they used to say, yeah, it's really good for girls because you can like tickle the clit and stuff. And I was like, well, I don't have a clit and I certainly don't want a piece of metal, even though it's got this rounded ball. I, it just it it. I like sex to be squishy. I don't mm. like it, you know, I don't like it to have metallic things that get in the way. Um, now, if you're with a partner who wants to be safe, I'm not even sure how a piece of jewelry can be safe in a, in a, a, a prophylactic kind of situation. Um, I've seen porns where, like, you know, there's a big fat fat albert i'm fat it's it's a fat albert not a prince albert it's a fat like ring and i can't imagine that entering any part of my body i don't want to break teeth on it again i only have two left you know (laughs) saving and savoring each tooth as i have them and i don't know how that would feel inside my body if somebody was entering me entering Mm mm-hmm that's very um, uh, romance novel. That's how when, when I used to um, masturbate to rom- my grandmother's romance novels. That's you knew when when uh, when they were fucking, they were entering, right? Entering or uh, <laughs> like uh, he he touched her sex, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, here's yeah, the yeah. thing, you know, uh, Josie, you really can't form an opinion unless you, you you experience it. So I I don't think that there's anything necessary. How about this? How about I don't know how many people are mm. sending her pictures. By the way, of how many people she's like hitting up that all all have these these Prince Alberts. But maybe look for maybe hit, hit hook up with one that has like the smallest of the pictures that you saw. Mm-hmm. That way you can sort of test the waters a little bit. I would say, yeah, you wouldn't really know. I mean, maybe it seems shocking in some way, but maybe you have to just jump in feet first and, and, and give it a shot and see and then go, you know, mm, it's not my thing or, oh my God, it made no difference. And so it, it shouldn't limit me. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's kind of a safe, healthy way to, why not? If, if she's on the fence about it, I think then, you know, you can't really make a mistake by going, well, let me just, you know, I don't know. Let me just, yeah, you can't knock it. You know, you try why not? It. you know, it's, yeah, why and not? it's, I don't I don't think it's ever really shocking to me to see that because no. nothing could possibly shock me at this point. I know what would shock you. What? Uh, you know <laughs> you know Dolly Levi here in LA. You know uh-huh. she has, she has nipple piercings like a a nipple ring on each one. She, she will does? she has one on each and she will hang her keys off of them. Her full like <laughs> car keys and she'll just like look at you like and stare at you and I think people are a lot of people are surprised when they see it but you know Do- Dolly's a gay man and 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 healthy and and exciting and 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 uh you know is a little just a little bit older than us but you know from another generation and it's fucking rad so but you know that would surprise you to see Dolly walking around with keys to her condo hanging off of her nipples. <laughs> I've never, I never even realized that Dolly Levi had nipple piercings. Yes. I don't think think when I'm around her, I ever like, you know, uh, you know, do the full, like, I I have no idea what's going on with Dolly's body other than sometimes that she, you know, she has a little bubble gum when she does a high kick. Um, yeah, a little I, bit. I'm, yeah, <laughs> and that's that fine. Stuff. Well, we do have a very special guest. We have um, my good friend and, uh, you know, actress, uh, now author and tarot card 
witchy person from the craft. Also on Netflix, available now, Half and Half. Did you know about that? Half and Half? Yes, I did. Yep. Um, my good friend, Rachel True, who plays Rochelle of the craft, is coming up. And she will be telling us about her new project and then just kind of overall sharing about what's going on for the Halloween season for her. Yep, she has her new book. It's called True Heart Intuitive Tarot. So please enjoy our interview with Rachel True. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Mm, love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. Mama. Okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's, like, so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable, and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50-80% to less than similar brands. By partnering directly with Top Factory, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag, drag for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag and get free shipping and 365 day return. Quince dot com slash drag. Drag. for Halloween. Oh, God, so fun. I remember I wanted to be a girl for Halloween. I actually, oh. like, have a, have a drawing of what I did at age 9 or 10 years old of what I wanted to look like, and it was pretty much a swimsuit look. Okay. Because <laughs> I wanted to be slutty. I don't, I don't know. I just, I just wanted to be this gorgeous girl, you know, for Halloween. So, anyway, Halloween is very, very, very important, and you look fantastic. Thank you. So this, you know, I... I love, I start my Halloween, like, sort of drag show numbers, like, in the beginning of October, and I run them all the way through, and, like, I always look for ways that I can sort of nod from one character to the other in a quick costume change. So, like, behind me is the beginnings of my Endora wig. Endora! And I know that I could utilize this kind of eye makeup with maybe just a little, you know, I'm not going to look exactly like them, but I like putting in as much of the nod as I can, if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense. We've talked about that before. But, you know, you know, also at Halloween, one of my favorite things is going to any pop-up spirit store or whatever they want to call them and looking at those costumes that we talked about before. Like, if you like Maleficent, you'll love Horned Sorceress. <laughs> and if you want to be Ariel, well, just buy our Lagoon Lass. Like, they, are the, Lass. Fun- they are the funniest shits ever. But it's just so all in stupid. For me, there's, it's, it's just all in fun. And I, I wish I knew more about um the way so many other people observe halloween and and um you know holidays centered around that and i i want i would love to know more about that because i um 
I think sometimes when people say like, oh, yes, I'm interested in that, then they immediately will uh, sort of default to, to when they hear one thing, they know all about that. And I don't mm. think there's anything I don't think there's anything wrong in saying I don't know, but I know mm. that I'm interested. Right. Oh, my God. You are hitting on so many different a few different points that I really, really want to touch upon with our guest today. And yes. we gotta get we, let's get her in right away. In. Like, I thought okay. I was going to be like, let's put her in the second and third part. And I'm like, no, no. let's, get, let's get, her, get her in right away. And you've made the greatest segue into it. Today, we have a very special guest for our very first uh, episode that we have a guest on for our Halloween episode. We have the very lovely Rachel Cherub! Hi! Hi! Yes! Hi! I'm assuming you had me on for a little witchy theme because I was in a witch movie, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Uh, one that we're obsessed with. But I have so many obsessions with witch movies. And, you know, that'll that'll be certainly something we could we will touch on while we're together. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy you get to meet my friend Delta. You and I have known each other for a, a, a little bit now. We did a yeah. podcast together with Alec Mappa. Was that let a me few give, years give ago? You guys, that was a few, at least three years ago, I think. But let Shut me give it. you guys a little secret that I found out on that podcast. Maybe you know already. Raja is super nice. <laughs> Delta doesn't believe so. Uh, well, thinks, you know. Del, Del, I'm sure. But, but Delta like, thinks both. I'm dreadful. <laughs> uh, no, listen, we're all divas, right? Each and every one of us in our own way. But sure. you know what? I was actually, we are. I am. We all are. But I was actually struck when I did the podcast, Alec Mappas with Raja, that you were so kind of um, grounded, and that's um, not. You mean stone? Every... Sure, yes, but that is <laughs> whatever grounds you, baby. But that is not everybody who has come up and had the success you've had. Not everyone oh. understands what I'm saying. Is there's a difference between who the core person that they are is, and then there's Raja, right? right. And the two are obviously the same, but there's also a separation, a little bit of a separation in church and state, which I appreciated. Otherwise you'd be an asshole. Damn. I love that. I think no, you are you are a very that person and also very um open to so many other uh people's stories and, and understanding uh where people are coming from. And I think um a lot of times that's like with our friendship and again I, I don't know much about um astrology but it's something that's very interesting to me something i want to know more about um that's where we uh where we connect but also where we can can sort of divide in, in our uh raja's a lot more forgiving of people in my mind in many ways and i <laughs> you think, I think so i do are think you being so. really honest right now i am being very honest i think a <laughs> lot I, of times God, i'm gonna cry I too, to have an no no it's moment. good it's i'm so actually good gonna cry no, you are because there's many You're times so where you'll sweet, see something. Delta. You'll see something for what it is. See and then something. You'll say, see something. <laughs> you'll see it and you'll go, "Girl, just let them be. Like, let it be. Let them be. Just move on from it." And you know, I'll get caught up in it, and I'm like, "Well, no, I need to understand this and why this and da 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 da." da. And I don't know if it's my maturity level or whatever. You know, we're only one year apart, but still. You are definitely, I think, that person. What I know well, is that sounds like a real, actual friendship, by the way, because someone who's a frenemy, like one of the things I think is, you know, all over the place in Hollywood, right? There's a lot of smoke and mirrors, we, and we all right. like going out sure. and being fabulous, but there are a lot of frenemies. So when we let them in our inner circle, what happens is they don't say, let them be. They say, oh, girl, I would be really mad if I were you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would get even madder, mm -hmm. you know? 
So I True. like someone who can help calm my ass down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I'm getting rid of frenemies. I don't I don't even want those anymore. Like I you just should. want friends. I think, no, you I, know think what? I think what anything I've learned in this pandemic is how to filter out uh <laughs> bullshit and how to filter out bullshit people. Like I think for, listen, for damn and sure. I talk I talk about a lot of this stuff because in the book that you mentioned, I have a lot of memoir essays in there. There's twenty two memoir essays for all the nosy DMers, but Mm-hmm. I think it's super important to actually, you get to a certain age and you realize what's my engagement with the frenemies. Frenemies are great for, you know, like when you see them at a party, hi, interact, business acquaintances, <laughs> all that. If that's great, I'll be, hey, what's up, girl, boy. Yeah. But what I'm saying is in my inner circle, there does come a point where you realize you're hurting yourself, you're making a choice to hurt yourself by having someone okay. around who does not have your back. Damn. Yeah. No, Man. that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, is that, but listen, you also come from a different world. Like I've seen, uh, you know, the, the behind the scenes of drag race and like y'all are a lot of frenemies, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe so. I, I, I definitely don't think that Delta is a frenemy. I, we've, we've known each other too long to, to, we've gone beyond that past. We've gone past, past that point and it happened very quickly and early in our relationship. So yeah. de- uh, definitely Gabriel Villarreal, a.k.a. Delta Work, Ooh. is my... I'm just reading what it says on the Zoom right there. It says Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely my girl. She's definitely my friend. I do think like, when we get to, like, grown-up, grown-up-ish, you know, approaching grown-up, that's when we go, oh, well, what do I really want around me? And I want, like, right. I want joy, actually. You know oh. what I mean? I like joy. More joy. Rachel, tell us about your book and... Um, you know, really anything about it, because I am all ears. Uh, Well, one of the things I've always been into since I was a small kid was tarot cards. And less because of wiki pagany stuff, to be 100% honest, more just because I was drawn to the images. And then I started studying it when I was a little older, like in-depth studying. And Mm. so finally, all this time later, I felt like I knew enough. I'll always be studying a student of tarot. But in the book, I kind of wrote the kind of book that I would have loved to have when I was first getting out there, you know what okay. I mean? Cause there wasn't one that broke everything down. It's um, my sense of tarot is it's very Jungian. I love tarot actually for self-help and for self-soothing. Sure, you can divine with it, but I keep saying that like there's so many newly minted baby witchlings out there who are like, I know everything. And I'm like, listen, right. listen mm-hmm. you are magical. Absolutely. But you gotta learn to walk before you ride your broomstick. Just start at the beginning. And I know you guys are much younger than me, but you understand not what I'm much, saying. Not much, not much, Rage. Slow that down. <laughs> but yes, I, I I hear what you're saying about that. I think it's, I, I, I would have loved to have something to guide me through it because I had witchy feelings at a very young age, you know, and it kind of put me on the, you know, I, I grew up in a very Christian household. So, you know, intuition wasn't something that you were really supposed to kind of hone or um, fertilize or, you know, it was just kind of like faith. Even just though it's one God. of the oldest and most basic instincts, gut intuition, when you walk in a room and you're like, oh, the vibe is weird. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm talking about is picking up in the energy of stuff. That's how I know Delta and I are working together uh, when we're at Hamburger Mary's. I'll walk into a room and I'll be like, fuck, the vibe is weird. <laughs> oh, thank you. Smells like a pedo in here, like a fart. <laughs> well, then I'm there. Then I'm there. <laughs> Smells like a pedo and and chicken strips. Delta in, in the book, I I actually break down. I have page long definitions of the cards. Most of 
tarot books you uh, get or tarot decks you get don't have a book at all or a tiny pamphlet. So this is page long definitions. And I even say, what if you get this card in business, in love, in, in this, and then the low vibe. And then I write a personal memoir essay for the first 22 cards of the deck, the major arcana, which are bigger things in life. And I really get kind of raw and vulnerable because my thing is like, I'm a grown up. I have made some, I've had some fantastic things happen to me and I've stumbled quite often too. So talking mm. about some of the stumbles, I think is actually helpful. It's so much more helpful for people to learn than if I just said, and then I went to this fabulous party and sat next to an A-list movie star and we danced all night. All you know is I'm cool, which I am, but you don't really learn anything about how that impacts your own life. So I tried to go deep. Like I talk about some embarrassing shit in here. So wait, so the book itself is a book that goes along with the tarot deck, but is also uh, a bit of your own story and memoirs in there as yeah, well? It's a bit, yeah, I know it's complicated and frankly, it could have been marketed better by my team because what it is, is a hybrid thing. It's a whole book, which nobody seems to understand that I actually, listen, have you ever written a fucking book? It's really fucking no, hard. No, I would like to. I've been encouraged you to. Should. By you should. You should. I have me. encouraged you actually, because you do have a book in you, but honestly, it's really hard to write a book like i'm an author and people are only talking about the deck and my thing is as a student of tarot you can always keep learning i love learning people different schools of thought on things and i may talk about things you don't know about and then yes there's 22 memoir essays in here so it's a bit of a tarot hybrid memoir thing and then it also has um i designed a deck with a canadian artist mm. who is an air sign and i drove her crazy nice but i Canadian artists um and so there's a deck that comes with it and for me it's kind of about it's kind of like this we're only as strong as like our weakest fellow man so if we can all vibrate a little better it's just going to make the planet happier and I'm I, a hippie that's what I, I agree I like I like to vibrate at my best me I like to vibrate that's oh. all I've been doing is vibrating lately if you know what I'm saying oh shit but me and Delta are 90s children yeah. We yes. grew up in the 90s. Yes. The craft came out in fucking 96, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it I did. think I yeah, did that did. research correctly. I Googled yeah, something. You did. I did that. So uh, like but 96, I'm. Ago. Yeah, 96. I moved to LA when I, in 99 and I was 25 years old. Um, oh, a little baby. I was a baby and it was definitely, you know, 1999, 25 years old, West Hollywood, fantastic, you know. So I have a di I have a different view of the 90s. Like I don't like when kids talk about the 90s today, they they seem to think of it as being a lot more maybe colorful like everything looks like a saved by the bell graphic right know, like ah. i'm like wait that's not the 90s no, no. It was not for grunge. me was it no it was cool grunge oh grunge yeah. and heroin chic and no makeup and yes you know just wherever Cal calvin Klein, ck1 ckb mine was a very yeah. fashion oriented 90s like i agree i was i was also a little bit older you know i came out and started going to clubs at a very young age. And by the time I was 18 in 1992, I was already studying Terry Mugler. Uh, you know, so, so my 90s did not look like a side pony and like <laughs> Lisa Frank. To me, that, that, that was like the thing that I avoided the most. So, Oh my God, I, that's funny you said that because one of my first auditions in L.A., 
Uh, I think I'd worked on CB4, Chris Rock's movie, and then I tested for Saved by the Bell Goes to College. And I felt like <laughs> I felt like I was too old for it, even though I wasn't. And I couldn't figure out what to do, so I put my hair up in this horrible side pony. <laughs> because I thought, this is what I'm supposed to do, right? Uh, but no, the 90s, I think people forget that when you're living through a decade, you don't actually really know you're in a moment, right? You're just doing your thing. You're studying fashion like you were, or you're sure. doing witch movies like I was, and stoner movies, but you don't really know that people are going to look back on it and be like, I love the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Not the 90s, was- I remember. Definitely. No, I had a good time in the '90s. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I did too. I really I grew up. Delta, tell tell us about your '90s, girl. <laughs> I mean, I feel like yeah, I feel like we were the there 90s, together. We were there together, and I also feel like it was sort of the beginning of what would later become uh, the whole um, reality TV. What became a thing where it was like everybody wanted to hear each other's stories because we had. Uh, uh, the real world. Uh, I just debuted, right? In the early 90s. I remember yeah. that. And, oh, then we had, uh, and then we had road rules. And then the very first all-stars <laughs> kind of idea was like road rules versus real world. Do you remember that? Yeah, and it was, I do. And it was my way. I remember in the early 90s of seeing when I first saw like uh, real world San Francisco, real world LA. It was the idea that I saw that like there was other people outside of this area that had something that I wanted to know about. Does that make sense? Like I wanted mm-hmm. to know what was San Francisco and I saw a little glimpse of it by seeing the real world. And I thought I, I could go there. I don't have to go to the college where everyone in my family went, or I don't have to, I don't have to go to college. Maybe I don't want to go to college. Maybe oh I want to get in drag and go to a rave. And I did that. The nineties to me was a, a huge time of like experimentation and really figuring out who I was. And so I don't remember it as being saved by the bell. And when the kids talk about it, it goes over my head and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was looking at fucking En Vogue performing and Refat Osbeck. Right. I was right. like, oh, free your mind? Yes, I will free my mind. Yes. Madonna's right. frozen. Um, Madonna everything. Um, you know, <laughs> so like my 90s was very different. Okay, and- but even Madonna now. Uh, yeah yeah right, i just right, actually right. i just saw a video of her that she posted for uh lourdes's birthday lola her daughter her firstborn gorgeous and gorgeous. it's just lourdes dancing to frozen you know Aww. you only see what you and it's just it was just stunning so yeah i saw no, listen madonna. i was in new york for listen because i am a little bit older but like i remember madonna and the peppermint lounge and all that old school Oof. stuff in new york city so I'm a fan too. I just, you know, sometimes I look at people who are just a little bit older than me, my peers, and I think it's a slight cautionary tale because she's so beautiful. I want her to just, I want her to leave it alone. The face, she's beautiful. It's okay, it's okay. I, I think know, I just, it I is just, okay. I think I just it want Madonna. Okay. I want Madonna. I've always expected Madonna to be an eccentric older woman, totally. and she's really already on that route. Even but like with when the- people were criticizing her for showing her ass, and I was like, shut up. She, I don't care what age she right. is. She looks fucking fabulous. She can flip her ass out in that shape. So I don't mean that at all. Like I don't think a lady has to. Oh, I'm old and I can't wear it. Somebody told me I couldn't wear shorts anymore. And I was like, fuck you. I, have you seen my legs? That's what I said. I can wear shorts. Yeah. Rachel, the, <laughs> the first thing that people have said to me every time I mention your name is like, God damn, she hasn't aged a bit. 
What's ring all? light, ring light, <laughs> ring light. No, it's not. No, no but it's you not. know what? You guys can like. I'm trying to loosen up about my. I'm very committed to aging naturally, 100 naturally. Like I've never done anything, and I do it with food. And I used to be pretty judgmental of people who did a lot of stuff until I had a really good conversation with a lot of people, but including Calpurnia Adams, because it's like, oh shit, Rachel. Some people work getting work done makes them feel more of who they truly are. Sure. I always thought I had to accept. This is just my little black girl coming up. I thought, oh, my, the challenge is to accept what I was given, no matter what it is, even if I don't like it. So I just had a weird mindset. And now I'm like, no, it's beautiful. If someone wants to get work done and make themselves feel better, it's, it's amazing. I, I, just, you know, I agree. The technology yeah. is so beautiful now. And why shouldn't we all just take advantage of it? I go. I have a doctor in Puerto Vallarta, Dr. Carlos Diaz, just so just in case he's listening, he's not. But, um, you know, I go to him and he hooks me up and he gives me a touch of Botox here. Just very, very slight. Just a little Botox just in the center of my, right here, right in the center of my eyes Mm. where the number 11s occur. Yeah, and then I have those. I, quickly, what, what, while you were filming, I know you were in costume for the craft. Like, you definitely had to wear the, the, the uh, schoolgirl outfit and the blazer. And then, yeah. uh, but what outside of it, Rachel True, what did you look like? What was your actual style? Like, what was you, oh. what was you living in the nine, in 96? A pretty grungy, boho, grungy kind of look. I was very into anesthesia. You know what? Not really, because I always thought flannels were super white, white kids shit. <laughs> to be honest, I, so you, you know, I don't. You wore slip dresses, slips as yeah, dresses. Yeah, I wore like, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, when I used to dress all in black in New York, then I moved to L.A. in 92 and my friend took me off the plane directly to the beach. And I we saw a bunch of Jacksons from the Jackson family. So I was like, mm. wow. And then I looked around and everybody, every woman had on the exact same flower dress with motorcycle boots or some oh. variation do you remember that the little flowered oh, and it freaked me it. out as a no it freaked me out as a new yorker because i was like i don't understand is it like a uniform do you get to does it drop it off at your house when you move to la and you all must dress identically because you don't at all dress the same in new york you know right but right, right. i eventually came around to wearing what flower dresses motorcycle boots oh, t-shirts God. under the dress shirts over pants <gasps> the little baby tees baby oh, yeah, tees I'm oh. so glad I was young when they were popular because our little baby tees were literally like a toddler t-shirt that came up to you right under your boobies and mm-hmm, it was just mm-hmm. adorbs. Um, I, I no, miss, I loved it all. I miss baggy denim. Oh, um, no, I don't miss baggy denim. I miss come baby on. barrettes. I don't though. <laughs> Not with my curvy girl <laughs> figure. Rachel, no. you don't miss them. I've seen you wear baby barrettes. So you've had them recently. <laughs> so how could you possibly miss them? Are you saying I'm stuck in a moment? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, so we are going to take a break and we will be back in a moment. Ka-ka-ka. In 
Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yes. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Whys. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! You guys, on the, on the break, they said, go the fuck away, and I was like, no. No, Rachel True is still here, star of life. She is the star of everything. And uh, but most people may know her as Rochelle on The Craft, the film. Um, I don't really want to talk about this with you because you were like, please, let's not talk about this. Delta, I'm going to talk about this. Okay. Um, how do you feel about the new craft? I'm going to leave it there. How do I, I feel? No, <laughs> Rachel. There's I'm a not, new, what? There's you a new, Delta. There's, no, there's a new craft coming. I don't know I'm, her. Because I'm stoned. I don't know her. Nice gowns. <laughs> I think Let's that's it. I think that's, I think that's the no, answer. I think that's the answer I, we needed. Because I would rather talk about me, 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 me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Be, I, I think we I, should. I do want to share with you guys, though, that I was on the phone with Perusa. It was a very good friend of mine. She played Nancy, the one, you know, the lead, yes. lead with the crazy eyes. I love her. She's a really intense, fabulous person. And um, we were just giggling to ourselves because we really, that movie, I should say, not us, but that movie helped bring witchcraft kind of to the forefront of pop culture, you know? Uh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> and the it... fact that people still talk about it all these years later, like, we actually, like, I sent her a meme of it the other day, and she sends me a meme. Like, we giggle about it, 
because it's in our past, you know, like it's not really present sure. in my mind. But the fact that I've done, frankly, a couple characters, like my sitcom Half and Half, where I played a really oh, yes. character, Mona, yes, is yes, on yes. Netflix starting today, actually. Oh, and like, I got God. so much love for that. And I love that I have three different characters that people know the name of, you know? So mm -hmm, that to mm -hmm. me, like people know the names of those characters, which is kind of a nice thing as an actor. It lets you know they Absolutely. remember you. Rachel, Absolutely. that that is an accomplishment. I I honestly think that is because most people only know me as Sutan, uh, Raja, and come guzzling whore, and that's on, that's on a whole three. other like yeah. That's mm -hmm. three, and three is the magic number. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is the third segment of our show, which is normally the part where we talk about a thing called see something. <laughs> See oh, something? Is. Oh man, oh, Delta, talk, talk about this, honey. Okay, so I know exactly what this is. I know that you are doing uh, "Groove Is in the Heart" by Delight. A very bad "Groove Is in the Heart," I but know, damn, I know for look, sure. Look at that tight Pilates waist line that no longer exists. I'm like a pudge. I, a, oh, oh, my I thought God. you were talking about me. No, oh, I, thought, oh. I thought you were talking about how great I looked in there because I was uh, clearly also oh surfing body, yaddy, 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 um, yaddy. body oddity. Um, this, uh, this is my one of my favorite numbers to do because this is the um, the Sue Johansson sex talk. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just a oh, you know, I like to do my comedy little thingies. Tell and, everyone who uh, Sue Johansson is, though. Sue like. Johansson is a sex expert who used to have her own sex talk expert. show on late at night, a sex expert. And she would be, she would talk very frankly and honestly with men and women. Um, <laughs> and she wouldn't sugarcoat <laughs> things. She would talk about sexual health and um, how important it is to be healthy sexually and how you shouldn't be embarrassed or uncomfortable about um, what you need physically and what you need as a desire. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I loved it. And so this would obviously was a, you know, a send up to that. It wasn't by any means degrading what she does. It's, uh, you know, I, what I do is basically splice together in it, um, like irreverent songs that would be like, <laughs> what if she sang that? Like, what if that was where her story was going with it? So in any event, I, you know, I have a collection. Pandora box told me that she is one day going to create an account. If you zoom down in on those shoes, she's going to create an account called the shoes of Delta work. And, uh, because I have all these little old ladies that I do. I do this one. I do the God Warrior. I do like, oh uh, I used to God. do a, a few other ones. I buy these shoes that are so hideous and I specifically have to make sure that they match the outfit. And people are like, why don't you just spend the money on beautiful shoes? But I feel like, no, I don't, I, I want to, well, I mean, listen, I'm always looking for a reason to wear flats. Um, Can and I ask you a not... quick question, Delta, because you're so fabulous and talented too and have a drag race background. What made you so drawn to the, like, these kooky women, these grown women, uh, like, characters, really? I think because um, I like I like the idea of getting the, wh whoever the character is, and then creating a sort of six to uh, seven minute storyline of them in a situation that absolutely is such a juxtaposition to something that they don't do. So, <laughs> for instance, this lady rapping, like, this lady rapping and... Um, taking it sort of to this next level. And I think, you know, a, a lot of people can do um, 
get away with, you know, I'm not a dancer. I'm a high quality romancer. You're not. You <laughs> You're not a dancer. Yeah. I'm not Sorry. a dancer. So, but a lot of people, when they go to a drag show, they want to see, you know, you have to really be able to pull them in immediately. And usually it's with fast movement and a song that they know on the radio and they want to see that. And that's just not me. I like that music and I wish I could pull that off, but I just don't feel compelled to do it. But I love doing like, these little characters and no, and, and I love mixing. what you do. By the way, like you are super talented and like Thank a you. real actor performer is what I got that when I watched you. It was like, oh, this is someone who understands. It's I not agree. just a mask we're putting on; it's a character. I'm acting. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So I appreciate mm-hmm. your Thank art you. a lot. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. Thank you. Hey. You're welcome. Raja doesn't appreciate it. I Raja's hate it. I hate it. I, uh, is it because um, I didn't say how pretty you looked in that picture, Raja? You're super. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this has been really, really fun. I uh, so wish fun. that I could have so much more time with you, Rachel. And and I have your phone number, and I will call you, and we will talk for hours, and we will just kind of just go off on tangents as we do. Um, we tried to contain them today, and we got, we got we got some things established. You are selling a book and a tarot deck, and so I <laughs> so am I. Uh, not a, I'm not yeah, selling buy, a book. Um, buy Raj's tarot deck and buy my book set. Yeah, <laughs> set. I mean, um, the holidays are here. Wait, you guys i i did get in a, I did get in a Twitter fight, an accidental Twitter fight with one of the girls from Charmed. Because she was Ooh, she, Oh, tell. <laughs> do tell. Oh. Yeah, look at, I was accidental. I won't say which girl, but she was kind of shitting on the new Charmed remake with the Brujas. And my oh, feeling was, it's all, my feeling thing? was, my feeling was, hey, white lady, maybe just shut up and celebrate that these Spanish characters in which a rich, long tradition of witchcraft are getting their moment. You know, and she couldn't, (laughs) is the truth, you know? She had to be be victimized, too. Well, I'm not going to listen. A person's really talented actor and all that. I certainly wasn't trying to scrap with them. But the myopic view of whiteness, I'm tired of the white gaze. You know, the fact that it did not even occur. Her thing was, well, the original characters were sisters. And that's what the original person wanted. It's like, bitch, they're not sisters now. And they're Spanish. Suck it up. Right. Suck it the fuck up. It's called progress Mm -hmm. in the future. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't have as much patience for precious whiteness when, when it comes to remakes or stuff like that. But also one thing I know is I'm not going to mouth off about something if it's a remake of something i've been in there's no point it has nothing to do with me so i kind of felt like with her it's like that was me going just it doesn't concern you actually right before we leave can we comment on just how fucking fantastic delta looks as lily munster tonight and her wigs by vanity wig Thank you. Her chola eyebrows. That- uh, I, I felt like they were kind of like her. And it's just as she have like a little, they were kind of Vulcan actually a little bit. Listen, there, well, what, what is the, like there's a, there's a fine line between goth and chola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there I is. I believe it. I believe it. I, I believe mean, it. I love the intersection though of goth mm-hmm. and chola. It's fabulous. Well, but no, yeah. you look, in Delta, you look stunning. First of all, the blend on that shadow, the beat on that face. The, the hair impeccable, <laughs> the edges laid. Uh, okay, let, look... let me look at myself again. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> You should. If I look like you, I'd have a mirror right here. Stop. But Goth Thank and you. Chola, Goth and Chola to me are the same. So It's like... Halloween. It's Halloween. I want to wear it all. I want to wear <laughs> all of it. 
All right. Well, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for sharing and giving us some insight, not just to um, <clears throat> your new book and your new uh, tarot deck, but also just shit in general. I mean, life in general. We appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for I, letting I, me mouth off on here. I have a question. Was I too day drunk today? <laughs> no. Okay, so Rachel, where do we get the book? Where do we get the cards? Where do we get the combo of the book and the cards? Uh, tell us more. Hey, you can buy the whole set, which is a box set with the book and the cards, anywhere. Buy from your favorite local bookstore or indie bookstore to support them during these trying pandemic times. Or you can get it from Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Books A Million, any of them. On social media, I am... Uh, I'm at, I'm true Rachel true on Instagram. Cause this little white girl won't give me my goddamn name back. And I'm like, darn to tired of the brothers hitting you up. And she's like crickets, crickets, which means she likes it. And then on Twitter. So true Rachel true on Instagram. And I am at Rachel true on Twitter. Amazing. Thank you for being our first guest on Very That. Very first. Very first. And we Thanks are so for letting excited. me crash the party, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much, Rachel. Take good care of yourself. And uh, Delta and I will, you know, harass you soon. Good. Okay. Love Bye. It. Happy Halloween. I love you. Happy Halloween. Bye. You guys too. Happy Bye. Halloween. Well, that was awesome. I'm so glad, Raja, that you were able to um, bring Rachel with uh, into the podcast. And oh, I introduce love her. Me. I love I, her. I've only heard wonderful things about Rachel and and hearing her spirit and her um, interesting interesting notes about the way that she's done this book, the the type of format. So very excited about that. Thank you so much for for allowing me to be part of that with Rachel. And you know, thank you guys so much for listening to Very That. Our show comes out every Monday. So please subscribe, rate, like the show, because that's the best way for people to find out more about our podcast is just by you rating it. So thank you so much for joining us. If you want to send us a message, you can message us at Delta and Raja at gmail.com. All you got to do is search for very that with Delta and Raja on your favorite podcast app, whatever it is, and hit the subscribe button. Rate and review our show on your podcast app and let us know how you feel about this. Give us good reviews. Show us some love. Tell your friends. And it's very that. Yeah. Follow me in Delta. You can follow me mm. at Sutan Amrul and at Delta Work on Instagram. Ooh. We'll be back next week. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Ooh. 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 Happy Halloween, everyone. Mm, you Hope you get that candy. Witchy. Yeah. Yeah. Get that candy, bitch. Witchy. Witchy. Forever. Dog. To listen to Very That ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Very That is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and Raja. Music, sound design, and editing by Will Pitts. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Are we gonna... I think next week we should do Maximum Slayage. Uh-huh, no. No? I'll You're do not like, gonna slay all day, Mom? No, I'll do like, kind of like midway slay. But you're part of the moms. Like we're we're part of like mom, like moguls of media. We're like part of it. Like we have to slay a lot. Not like minimum. Do you know what I mean? Do we?
Do you know what I mean? No. Are you forever a dog? <laughs> I think yeah. you're forever a dog. I'm a mom, but you're like forever a dog. You're anyway, a dog. You're forever a dog. I could be a dog for Halloween if I want. I could be a sexy dog. It's Halloween. It could sexy be whoever Scooby. Don Sassy Scooby. Don Sassy Scooby. Don Sassy Scooby sex. Doggies. I don't like Doggies. when people do that and they go, like, they talk like this. Shanks. I've talked about that before. People are like, oh, do you want, like, some veggies on your salad? What kind of veggies do you want in your sandwich? But I only want my veggies if they're veggies? sexual. But, like, thon sexy. <laughs> sexy veggies. I want thon sexy veggies. <laughs> sexy Scooby Snacks. Have you ever had a Scooby Snack cocktail? They have such a thing. It's green. You not have that? <laughs> no. You don't like stuff like that. You just drink beer and fucking whiskey. <laughs> fucking. That's how you are. I know what you're about. <laughs> I'm out of this. Anyway, all right. I'll see you next week.